PJ Glasser, Sean Levine here, fourth and final hour of BetMGM tonight. Filling in for Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. And BetMGM players will receive a bonus bet to use on any sport. Bonus bets will be given to players on Wednesdays and Saturdays upon logging into their account. How you get this offer in just three easy steps. One, you log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app or website. Two, after login, you will automatically receive a bonus bet. And three, bonus bet can be used on any sport wagers so make sure you take advantage of that promotion some baseball going on right now Padres 5-1 victory over the Yankees Phillies 6-4 over the Braves oh god bless Jordan Lyles Nationals up 9-3 on the Royals <laughs> Giants up 12-1 on the Brewers Blue Jays 3-1 up on the Twins Mets 4-1 on the Rockies no score right now in Marlins Angels Red Sox 1-0 on D-backs Astros Athletics no score in Oakland right now Sean it's time to talk some game six though baby Boston Celtics Miami Heat Boston favored by two and a half over under two ten and a half we know Boston got down to that 0-3 hole but they're playing a little bit better and their head coach Joe Missoula had some comments after game five the season's like nine months long and we just had a bad week Sometimes you have a bad week at work. You know, we obviously didn't pick the best time to have a bad week, but we did, and um, we're sticking together and uh, fighting like hell to keep it alive, and the guys are, are really coming together. I like it. I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's not wrong. You know, they had a bad week. They were down 0-3. Now they're starting to play better. They've won two in a row. They're favored in game six. Again, two-and-a-half-point favorites. And uh, it's interesting that Boston is favored in Game 6. They're obviously going to be favored in a potential Game 7, yet they're still underdogs to win the series. So, I mean, what does that tell you, Sean? Because in gambling, I, I try and look into all those different things. And, like, that's what I do in March Madness, which, which is helpful a lot, is sometimes I look at odds for teams to make, like, the Sweet 16, teams to make the Elite 8, and then what the spreads are head-to-head. That Duke-Tennessee game was the perfect example of that. Before the tournament started, Tennessee was favorite. They were, it was more minus, it was like minus 110 for Tennessee to make the Sweet 16. Duke was like plus 130 to make the Sweet 16. But because everyone was on Duke, and Duke is Duke, and they're going to get all the public on them, when they matched up, Duke was three-and-a-half-point favorites, and I'm like, this line is just absolutely absurd. Tennessee should be favored, and the three-and-a-half is just its a great value on the Vols. So I'm looking at this, and I'm like, man, how is Boston favored in Game 6? They're going to be favored in potential Game 7, yet they're plus money on the series price. So does that affect how you're betting this game at all? It is a little weird. It makes people like me that aren't that smart have to really dive deep into it and go, wait, hang on. So they're favored to win the game, but they're an underdog in the series, but they're going to be big favorites if they do win the game, probably double-digit favorites at home. Yeah, it'll make your brain explode. So maybe just bet a prop. The unders on Jalen Brown looks like a good one to me. He's hit on every under so far in this series, even though he had a great second quarter. But yeah, man, I think that the question really is overall – has the Heat's gas run out? Or have the Celtics maybe actually figured something out here? Because most people are of the impression that Game 6 is really Game 7 for the Miami Heat. 
I don't necessarily Correct. believe that. I think that if Miami, if they lose, at least if it's close, if they go out there and get destroyed like they did last game, I know last game they lost by what ended up being 11, 12, but they really lost by 20, right? They were losing, they got, were getting destroyed that entire game. If it's that kind of game again and their confidence is pretty much shattered the heat, then I think the Celtics are double-digit favorites, nine-point favorites, something like that, in game seven at home. And they probably cover also. I'll probably be like a lot of the public all over the Celtics. However, in this game, Miami just needs to stop the fire from being spread, if that makes sense. Like, if, if, if Jason Tatum goes out there and drops 30, if Jason Tatum goes out there and drops 40, that's okay. But the reason they lost this last game, Peej, was because not only did Tatum score 20 plus, but so did three other dudes. You're almost you're all, you're always going to win NBA games if you have four different players score 20 plus points. That type of balanced scoring is very difficult to beat. So, as long as Miami kind of keys in on Jason Tatum, or I'm sorry, on everybody else and lets Jason Tatum get his, I think that's their best chance to win this game. And even if they don't win the game, I do like them with the points. Yeah, all good points you bring up. I just think the biggest difference in what we've seen through the first three games to what we saw in Game 4 and Game 5 is it's simple and it's easier said than done, but Boston's just been making their shots, you know? I mean, the yeah. first three games, they really couldn't hit three-pointers. Game 4 and Game 5, they finally started knocking those down. There is no question that Boston has more talent. I mean, Tatum is an all-NBA-type player. Brown's an all-NBA-type player. Marcus Smart's a defensive player of the year. Robert Williams Miami's all, maybe... Pete, also, remember, Miami's not whole. Like, I feel like this would be a good time to give a shout-out to the uh, recently passed Tina Turner. Like, they're playing without Tyler Hero. We don't need another hero. But they do. Yeah. They, they do. They need Tyler Hero. They would be a whole they lot better do. right now. Their talent would match up a whole lot more if they had a guy who scored 20 points. I've got it in front of me over 40 times during the regular season. So I agree with you. Talent-wise, right now on the court, Boston's better. When Miami's whole, they're a problem. But all this talk and jibber-jabber and what they've done at home and on the road in the past couple of years, and it really is just going to come down to, at this point, two games. One's in Miami, one's in Boston. Can Miami keep doing what they've done this entire postseason, which has been the most impressive team, I would say, the most well-coached team, the most undermanned team, a team essentially is doing with one guy and a bunch of others. Say what you will about Nikola Jokic, but I was just looking at Jamal Murray's stats, and he's averaged 30 points a game over the last six games, so he's not doing it alone the same way that Jimmy Butler is. So the story's been remarkable. Can somehow the undermanned Heat, without Tyler Hero, do it one more time, just for one more game and get to the finals, or can Boston do what they were supposed to do? I mean, I remember earlier, there was a lot of talk about the pressure. Who do you think has more pressure in this game coming up tomorrow? It's a good question. I think it's got to be the Heat. I think it's got to be the Heat. Really? Even everybody, yeah, even though everybody's expecting Boston to kind of win this game, they're the higher seed. They're the one who had way more championship aspirations. Dude, their coach might the lose his job if they lose the game. I know, but, I mean, the Heat are on the brink of, of history, Sean. I mean, we're talking an 0-3, an 0-3 hole that, that they were. I mean, Miami was up 3-0 in this series. And I know it's unprecedented. We were talking about this yesterday. So rare in the NBA 
do you see the team up 2-0 in the series win both of the games on the road? The road team won those first two games. So it's really unprecedented. And if there was ever a team to come back from an 0-3 hole, it would be somebody like Boston against a team like Miami. I think it's got to be the Heat, though. I I think it's got to be the Heat. I mean, when you're up 3-0 in a series, you have the best coach in the league. I I mean, you should be able to win one of the next four games. You should be able to. So I think it's all Miami. I think it's all Miami because they can, unlike most people, I do think even if Miami loses tomorrow night, they still could win a game seven. I I, yeah. I wouldn't bet that, but I think they definitely could. But yeah, I, I think the pressure's got to be on Miami. It's got to be. So, but I, you're I, right. I mean, if Boston loses tomorrow, I, I don't think Missoula comes back as head coach. And the questions are with Jalen Brown, and you pointed out that he can make a lot of money if he just stays. Although, and we've had a lot of fun with him taking his unders. And yesterday, last game, I should say, he had 12 of the 14 points in a row in the second quarter, still in unders, 22 and a half prop. He's had a couple of games this series where he didn't even get to the teens. He had one where he scored 10, one where he scored 12. I don't know what's going on with this dude. Something's up because he's a great player, man. He's third team all NBA, and he averaged. 26.6 points per game Peach, during the regular season and he hasn't been anywhere close to that so far in this series so as a prop better does that make you think all right he's due the mass man's going to go out there and drop 35 or do you are you a trend better and you go no he just doesn't have it i mean you you i'm kind of both i'm kind of into the do theory and i'm kind of a trend guy too but I'm just staying away from Jalen. I'm staying away because I'm seeing what you're seeing. Just something, something's off. Something doesn't look right. right. He's just not look right. Yeah, he's not the Jalen Brown we're accustomed to seeing. So I don't want to touch him. The guy I do like though is Jimmy Butler over 28 and a half points tomorrow, minus 120. I truly believe Jimmy is still one of the few guys in the NBA that just. He's got, like, that Mamba mentality. He's got some Kobe in him. He's got some George. Just, like, that killer instinct, step on your throat. Like, I will do whatever it takes to win a basketball game. And, again, knowing the importance of tomorrow night, knowing that he needs to be that guy. And Jimmy Butler, I truly believe, is good enough to win you one game. And he has two more chances to try and win his team one more game tomorrow night is his best chance it's going to be at home i expect the miami crowd to be really really good i think butler gets a 30 piece tomorrow i really do i think he's going to be attack mode he's going to be aggressive i'm expecting a big time jimmy butler performance speaking of 30 piece remember last time we saw gabe vincent on the court healthy what was that game three he dropped the 30 piece on him so if he's healthy and he's back it's crazy i'm saying this because i you know, if you would have asked me midway through the season, I'm not sure I could have told you what team the dude played on at this point because of the way that that roster is constructed. He's become one of those guys that needs to go out there and perform. So this is I, I think that a lot of money publicly is going to come in on Boston. I think that a lot of betters are going to start going to the window or pulling up their bet MGM app as the game gets closer, no matter what this line is, no matter which way it swings. I feel like it's easier if you're a neutral better, if you don't have a dog in the fight, to talk yourself into Boston than it is into the heat. Just because the bigger picture for Boston this entire year, almost the entire season they had the best record in the Eastern Conference, except for literally the last week, when finally Milwaukee caught him. So we had a huge sample size of Boston 
being one of, if not the best team in the NBA during the regular season. And then you had Miami who, dude, they came in limping. I mean, they barely even made the play-in game. And yeah, you can say, like I did earlier, you can throw it out the window. But at some point, you have to look at the bigger picture and say, all right, Miami has to win one. Boston has to win two. Is Boston that much better than Miami that they can win two? And I think it's pretty easy to talk yourself into the answer being yes. Yeah, for sure. Something that's not available right now, but I have a feeling I will be betting it, is whatever the fourth quarter total is, I'm looking forward to betting that under. You know that game, that it's going to be tight down the stretch. They're going to be dribbling the air out of the ball. There are going to be a lot of shots late in the shot clock. Both teams are going to be locking down. That's how these games tend to go. These game sixes, game sevens, elimination games. Both teams are good defensively. The total's already low to begin with at 210.5. Like that fourth quarter under, if we can get something like a 48.5, 47.9, something in that range. That fourth quarter under, Sean, I'm telling you, man, it's one of my favorite bets. Nobody really talks about it because it's not available to begin, but it is one of the best bets because both of those teams, man, I'm telling you, that game gets tight down the stretch. The more you're talking about it in my head, I'm thinking back to, like, the old ABC games on a Sunday with Marv Albert. Yes! And, like, Alonzo Mourning versus Allen Houston, the old, like, Knicks versus Heat back in the day where you're in the fourth quarter, and like, hold on, is that right? It, there's five minutes left in the game. How is it 72 to 69? I'm with you. I think it's going to be one of those games. And not even in the fourth quarter, either. I think the entire game. I like. I haven't seen exactly. I don't know what the number's going to go off at. It was 212, I believe, last time I saw. Love the unders in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. So you like Boston tomorrow? You're officially riding with Boston. Yeah, I like them, but I don't, I don't, I don't love them. I'm willing to make them <laughs> my girlfriend, but not my wife. Like we ain't going to the altar or anything like that. I don't need to meet her family yet. I think Boston. I think they've gotten over that mental week. That 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 week that we you know. Remember we were talking about just 24 yes. hours ago. All oh, their week and their man is mentally tough and all that. How many talking heads or guys that do what you and I, you know, do for a living, talking to a microphone, how many times can we switch sides in this series? Oh, Miami's done. Oh, Miami beat them on the road. Well, Boston's still a 10-point favorite. They're going to even the series. Oh, damn, they're down two games to zero. Well, Miami's not going to win game three. Miami goes out there wins the game. Oh, it's over. They're weak. Boston's done. Let's fire their coach. Boston wins a game. Well, hold on. Now they win a game. Goes back home. Oh, wait. Now it's two games all of a sudden? We keep going back and forth on this one, dude. I don't know. My brain's about to explode.